Welcome back to That's Life Pod. My name's Abby Murphy and you are listening to a conversation between you and me and not really you because I can't hear you but me in the microphone and my well my mouth in the microphone but like the soul but it's not me it's the Lord speaking through me but it's his words through to the microphone and I'm here hi uh this is a Christian podcast dedicated to talking through navigating the transitions of life and how to do that through a Christian lens I'm so glad you're here you were supposed to be here you were meant to be here please don't click off please don't click off I'm serious you were supposed to be here you didn't stumble across this podcast The Lord was like, beep, hit that on Spotify, hit that on Apple, can't watch it on YouTube because I'm packing for college, but we'll get into that later. But listen, you are supposed to be here. I'm so happy that you are here. Hashtag for lifers, hashtag forever, hashtag for... Anyways, my name's Abby Murphy. I go to Belmont University. I'm 19 years old. I'm a college student. And now you know my little, small little snippet of my life. But let me tell you on this podcast, we like to start with a little life update, get into the prayer, and then the main message. And today, the main message that I'm going to be talking about basically spurred from what do I talk about Jesus? I don't know what to talk about. And I'm struggling to find like the balance between do I talk about serious things? Do I talk about more like a pop culture vibe, but like make it Christian? Do I talk about like just my personal experiences? Um, and I kind of just want to intertwine everything, but I also kind of want to find like, like I want people to know what they're getting themselves into when they listen. Like I want people to know like, oh, when I turn in, when I tune into That's Life Pod, I'm going to get this or I'm going to get this. I pray that every podcast episode is a word of encouragement, but I also know that like, sometimes it's so easy to make Christianity this super, super serious thing. And it's, it's fun and it's lighthearted and it can be kind of like a fun little, you know, thing. But I also know it's hard to implement it in everyday life. And, uh, whether you're in a good season or a bad season, you need those pick me up talks and you need those celebration talks. And so I thought, what better way to kind of encompass all of that together than to give you my how to's, my how to's, I guess, yeah, how to's, how to do's of going about life and implementing Christ in ways that we may not think. And this has been something for me that I've worked at like over the years and I'm still finding new ways to do things. So I'm not claiming that I have the perfect like formula to incorporate this into this activity and do this in this activity. This is just my recommendations for how to stay focused on Christ throughout the whole day because in all honesty, we wake up and we choose him every day and he gives us the choice to choose him every day, but we have to make that decision as uh, humans of this evil earth. And so what better way to help out in that process than to share some things that work for me. So with that being said, I'm going to get into a little life update. That was a really, really quick transition, but it's because I just saw where the crawdads sing and I'm like, on like level 12 right now. It's literally 9.30 at night Thursday and I'm uh, like, I'll probably just hit upload after this honestly because I'm not filming or anything. Like whatever, I'm just gonna do it. But y'all, where the crawdads sing? Like what? Total plot twist, total plot plot twist. I had no idea. I'm not gonna spoil anything, don't worry. Like I'm not gonna spoil anything. But I had absolutely no idea. Like for those that have watched it, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's a great movie. Like it's beautifully written. It's kind of sad and twisted. Poor little girl. But it's like it it makes you like, oh my gosh. But then it's also like, what? Like at the end you're like, what? Hold up. What? Like I would have never called it. And I usually am pretty good about like calling things like that. But no. 
I I literally was like, what the heck? And I also felt bad for, well, I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to say anything, but I really appreciated um, that one lady, this doesn't spoil anything, but the one lady who was married, they owned the shop, and she was just like, quoting scripture like that and one thing she said I don't know what the scripture she said was but her husband was like hey we have to be careful around that girl and she was like where in the bible does it say to be careful it doesn't say to be careful it says put others before yourself or something like that um it was like in King James version what she was reciting but she was like the bible doesn't say anything about be careful and I was like yes like preach like oh my gosh yes um it also focused on the bible whenever uh, she was, like, trying to buy her house or whatever. I don't want to spoil it, but it was just cool. A lot of, a lot of Bible references and, um, just good things. Anyways, good vibes from, well, kind of good, not really good vibes. I, I closed my eyes a lot in that movie, um, because I didn't want to see, you know, like the, I'm just not, I just can't. Like, I, like, borderline, I was like, is this okay to watch? Like, I was like, I don't know. I just, I feel icky, like, even watching kissing scenes in movies, like, Kissing Booth, Fast Forward, like, All the Boys I Love Before, Close My Eyes, like, maybe just, like, a tiny little peek just to see if it'll be over, like, to see if they, like, open their eyes. Like, I'm fine with, like, a little Cinderella Prince type deal, but, like, the whole, like, like, tongue action, I'm like, all right, mm -mm, no, 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 no. Like, if it feels real and not cheesy, I'm like, just skip I can't like I I just close my eyes but also there are some parts in that movie where I was like okay I literally have to close my eyes like it, it was just too much but overall it was a great movie ending threw me for a loop I am emotionally unwell but anyways besides that here's life update I'm going to college on Sunday I'm freaking out I'm not actually freaking out I'm kind of freaking out okay I'm freaking out but in like the best way possible it's like good anticipation not like anxiety it's like I just want to be there I feel like I'm in this awkward like holding place this awkward like holding position of like I'm not comfortable at home right now because I'm getting ready to leave but I haven't left yet so like I'm not on campus so I'm like I would rather just be comfortable at home and not have something coming or be on campus and already be moved in. But I'm like in this weird middle place where it's like, okay, ugh. and I'm getting like moody. Like I'm just getting moody and my, like, I don't know. Like today I just like got angry for no reason. Like my, I was waiting on my mom to come home from the gym and I was just like, why haven't you called me? I've just been waiting for you. Like I've been waiting for you to call me when I literally just could have called her, but it's just, I just need, like, something to take my emotions out on, and that's no excuse, but sometimes it just happens, and we have to apologize because we're human, and I'm a girl, and I am moody. Um, so this is, mom, I know you listen to this, so this is my formal apology to the entire world. I'm sorry for taking my anger out on you. I guess it would be yesterday because you're listening to this on a Friday. Yesterday before lunch, um, I love you, and please, um, uh, love me too thank you. Um, and that right there is how you, you can show forgiveness, Kelly Murphy. Anyways, um, no, I, I say that being silly, but I have had, like, a lot of just different emotions, like, one minute I'll be up, one minute I'll be down, and I think it's just because it's, I'm getting ready for a big change, and I'm gonna allow myself to have these feelings because I'd rather have the feelings than not have the feelings, because if you don't have the feelings, then 
you just don't have feelings about anything and that's not fun because I've also been there. You should check out some of my podcast episodes about uh, depression, anxiety, college, all of the things that spark those kind of things. Anyways, um, that's like later on down the line when I like first started. Um, yeah, I think that this is like almost like, like eight months of the podcast, seven or eight months. I don't know. We're coming up on a year in December. Um, I don't want to do the math right now, but y'all can do it. Um, anyways, another update with my life. I've been chilling in Bowling Green, playing pickleball. Oh, golf. That was my spontaneous activity for August was golf. That was fun. I also, I think for September, I want to do the run a mile every hour for 26 hours. I really want to try that. I feel like that would be really cool. Like, I feel like I could get my roommate to do it with me because she loves running. So, like, maybe we could do it together, especially, like, at nighttime. I'm not trying to, like, run in Nashville at nighttime. That's like, seems sketch. I'm not really going to do that. But, like, maybe, and we don't have, like, a field on campus, but I don't know. Maybe we could figure out something. Or maybe it's, like, just when it's daylight and we just do it over the course of, like, a couple days. I don't know. But... I feel like it would be fun. Anyways, uh, pretty much my life is just like school mode. I don't know. Uh, I've been going to church a lot, hanging out with the church squad. Yeah, I've been getting really close with like all my little sophomore girls at church. I love them. They're awesome. We had the best talk at church on Wednesday, just about like everything. Like, I mean, just everything, just high school struggles. And it's, it's interesting to only be a year into college and feel so distant from high school and just be like, like, I feel like it was so long ago and it literally was last year, but I I don't know. I just feel like I've learned so much. Like college is just another world in itself. And I know when I'm out of college and in the real world, I'm going to say the same thing about college and be like, Oh, I remember when, but where I am right now, I feel like I've grown so much in the last year. So I can't wait to see where it takes me, but uh, what else? Oh, um, I'm excited to see my friends. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really have a lot to update you guys on because it's just been college, but I'm excited to see my friends. Um, I am kind of like getting a little FOMO and I think I'm gonna have to stop looking at Instagram because I've kind of got back on Instagram a little bit and it's making me feel really bad about myself because not because I'm comparing well I'm comparing but not like looks wise but like people wise because a bunch of my friends are already on campus doing like group things and stuff and I'm not there yet and I feel like I'm already missing out and so I'm gonna like go like I'm, I'm afraid I'm gonna go to college and feel like oh well everyone's already established and then in comes me and I don't know what I'm gonna do but like if I wouldn't have seen pictures and stuff I wouldn't have known I was like missing out like I wouldn't have known like I wouldn't have I wouldn't feel like this I would just be excited so I just need to stop comparing and honestly I might just delete Instagram altogether I don't really know yet I'm thinking about it I kind of want to delete be real too if I'm being honest just because if you don't know what be real is it's this app and you just it's like you post a picture a day and that's pretty much it but the whole like purpose of the app was to be real, like just take a picture whenever you get the notification. But I even find myself being like, oh, it's time for be real, but oh, I'm going to be here in an hour. So I'll just do that because it looks cooler. And I'm like, what? Like, what am I trying to prove? Like, why am I trying to show people? Oh, look, I'm doing this really cool thing right now. Like, because I always do cool stuff during the day. Like I do cool stuff here. Look, watch me do this cool thing. Watch me do this cool thing. And I'm like, I'm just being prideful. Like, I'm just trying to show people that I'm better than them. And, like, I'm not. And we're all sinners and we're all equal. And why do I have this prideful thought? 
about this app. So, honestly, I might delete that, too. I don't really know. I'm trying to just go off the grid, y'all. Like, I'm just done. I'm just over it. Like, it does not even matter. I got, I got bigger things to worry about. Um, I got the Lord to talk to, not my, my space. I don't even have my space. I don't know why I said that. Anyways, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into some of my recommendations. I'll walk you guys through a little bit of it, and then, uh, yeah, that'll be that. So, bow our heads and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for giving me some spirit this late at night because this is my bedtime. Um, but I thank you so much for allowing me to speak some happiness and some silliness and have a lighthearted podcast episode. Um, but I pray that it doesn't lack in knowledge, it doesn't lack in your word, and it doesn't lack in um, everything that you want to share with anyone listening right now, Lord. So I thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for this listener. And I pray blessings over this listener. Um, and I thank you so much that they have so wonderfully decided to click on this podcast. Um, and I pray that they stay and that they listen. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So, uh, the thought process behind this, uh, this little, uh, I guess, like, idea, not idea, like, because uh, it wasn't like, boop, just popped into my head. It was more like, uh, you should talk about this. My little God nudge, that's what I'll call it, um, was the verse, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now, may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. So this is basically like the unity between mind, body, and soul. So I've uh, broken up these categories of my recommendations into mind, body, and soul. So because uh, we want our mind, body, and soul to be aligned with Christ, um, all in one union together, uh, all in equal balance. (sighs) Anyways, okay, so for mind, my first recommendation for getting your brain just right on like the first day every time you wake up first hours of the morning what I do every morning and I go in phases of this but I'm really trying to make it stick to where it's just like an instinct thing is I will wake up and I'll just be like thank you lord for this thank you lord for this thank you for this thank you for this thank you for this until I'm like awake I just constantly am just like thanking him I'm like thank you for this pillow uh thank you for waking me up this morning thank you for the sunshine thank you that my alarm went off and woke me up I mean just like just silly things just thanking him for things because we're supposed to thank him for everything we're supposed to pray about everything um and it seems silly to pray about like oh god I can't like decide what I want for lunch like ah, just help me make a decision. Like, give me decisiveness. You know what I mean? Like, it seems silly, but like, we should be in constant conversation with him. And so, tell him about everything. Thank you for this computer. Thank you for this microphone. Thank you that you've given me another day. Thank you that I'm breathing. Thank you that I'm blinking. And now you're thinking about breathing and blinking. And I'm sorry for doing that to you. Um, anyways, that is my first recommendation. It just helps. Um, I, in another podcast, I said that the first eight minutes set the tone for your day, and that's true. So, um, you don't have to, like, thank him for eight minutes straight. I find that when I do that, I just kind of, like, lose the motivation. But right off the bat, I'm talking to him. I'm talking to him when I'm brushing my teeth. I'm talking to him when I'm getting dressed. Um, And not necessarily even words, but just knowing I'm in his presence and uh, saying, God, I choose you today. And aligning who I am 
in waking up in the spirit rather than staring at my phone first thing in the morning. Um, because I let him decide my worth, not a social media app. And that's that. Um, I also would encourage you to make your bed. I just feel like it gives you some motivation. Like it's not really like a scripturally kind of thing, but, um, I just feel like it sets the tone for your day. Make your bed. You know, you wake up, you just, you tidy yourself. And I feel like when you have a nicely made bed, it kind of gives you motivation to like get yourself ready, get your things together. Um, we want to exemplify Christ and I'm not saying making your bed makes you like Jesus necessarily, but I am saying that, you know, Jesus, Jesus was an ambitious person and he did what the Lord had told him to do. And he, he, he went, therefore go. Therefore go, the Bible says, therefore go and make disciples of many nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, and I feel like making your bed just like sets you up for success. Like your bed is made. I have my life together, even if you don't. I just feel like a, making your bed just like makes you feel like you have your life together. That's not a scripturally thing or anything, but I just, it's just a little nudge. Maybe you should try it. Um, one other thing for your mind is journaling. Now, this can go in many different categories and you can find what works for you, but I encourage you to get a journal. I encourage you to get a separate journal for just like Bibling, Bibling, uh, writing your thoughts. I have so many journals and when I tell you that I cherish each of these journals so much, I mean like I write down everything. I write down uh, notes in a sermon. I write down notes on Wednesday night church at high school. I write down my goals because I pray over my goals. I write down my workout schedule because my workout schedule is an act of worship. I pray over my workout schedule and say, okay, Lord, how am I going to better my body um, while not making it an idol? You know, like I write down everything in this journal. I write down my prayer requests. I write down my podcast notes. I write, I mean, everything in this, in every single journal, I have something. I write down um, letters to myself. I write down my prayers to God. I write down worries, fears, questions that I have for God, questions that I have for myself. And when you write it down, you can go back and look later, but you can also go back and look if someone's asking you something. Like there's been so many times where someone will ask me something and I'll be like, oh, I wrote something about that. And I can go look in my journal. And it just helps you not forget, like write down your dreams, just write down ideas that you have for yourself. Keep it somewhere. Write down a business idea that you have. Write down something that the Lord has told you. Write down pretty flowers that you see. Write down words that pop in your head because you have no idea where that could come up and pop up in the future. My next uh, little nudge for helping with journaling is if you struggle with that, like you don't have to write like novels or anything, but if you struggle with writing things down, get colors, get highlighters, get sticky notes. I've just started in my Bible doing the sticky note method. I'm not one for a study Bible. I don't know why. I just feel like there's not enough room. Like the study Bible is the Bible with like the scripture and then off to the side, there's like lines for you to write. And that works for some people and it's great. But for me, I just don't like, I feel like I just don't have enough room. And I feel like the lines make me feel like I have to write in complete sentences. I don't know if that's just me, but I don't know. Um, but I've been using sticky notes. So I'll like write something on a sticky note and place it by the scripture. And I'll highlight and do different highlights for different things and different colors for different things. Get my pen, write things off to the side, little notes. Um, I'll number things like for the plagues and exodus. Like I number things off and just kind of like 
adds some personality to it and it makes it so much more interesting to read. I don't know what it is. I just love it. But it's something about not having lines and just be able, being able to create my own marks in the Bible is, really helps me stay engaged um, in, in reading. And I get excited that not only I get to, you know, decorate my Bible and, and write little notes here and there, but it also kind of helps me search more and listen more for what is the scripture really saying to me? Because I want to write it on a sticky note. <laughs> and then you can go back and look and, and say, wow, like I wrote that. Okay, cool. Like, thanks for speaking to me, God, you know? Um, but yeah, that's just a, a practical way of getting into the word a little bit more. Um, another thing for your mind, I like am a die hard podcast listener. I am always listening to a podcast when I'm in the shower, when I'm in the car, when I'm on a walk, when I'm on a run, when I'm cleaning my room, when I'm packing for college, like I am always listening to a podcast. If I'm cooking and I'm by myself, like your girl always has headphones in or is blasting that speaker with a podcast. So here are some of my favorite ones. Um, I love Oh, That's Good by Sadie Robertson. It's really good for like uplifting, you know, making you feel good. It tailors more towards women. Um, and if you want one that tailors more towards men, uh, Christian Huff, her husband has four, eight men. I also listened to that one. I like that one. Um, I like it. It's not, I'm going to be honest. It's not like it's not like getting nitty gritty into the word necessarily. It's more focused on like fitness and like that side of things. But so like if you're looking for something that's like really going to challenge your faith, I don't know if that like those two, well, Sadie's has challenged my faith, but I don't know if that one is necessarily the one, but I think definitely for like the fitness side of things and not idolizing certain things and especially for like that college age of just like, sh like he can really tailor and connect what he says and what the Lord is speaking through him to especially college and high school aged uh, men who are athletic. So it's great. I mean, that's the whole purpose behind his podcast, but I'm just saying if you want something that's like, God wrecked me, then... I would try Becoming Something by, it's Jonathan Bacluda, Nate Hilgen Camp, and Kathy Davidson, I think. Um, I listen to them all the time. I listen to every single episode. I, honestly, all of these, I listen to like every single episode, but that's my all, be, Becoming Something, they call it Be So, uh, is my all-time favorite podcast ever. It's just, Jonathan Bacluda is so wise. I don't know how this man just like, he just is constantly just speaking truth. I mean, he speaks the Bible. So, I mean, I understand why it, it's amazing, but, um, he's really, really, really good. Uh, there's happy and healthy podcast by Jenna something. If you look up happy and health, I think her name's Jenna, but if you look up happy and healthy podcast, sometimes I listen to that one. Uh, if like all of my other ones have gone, um, and I've got a few good things out of it. So, and she has some good guests on there and stuff. Um, and then I've also occasionally listened to the porch podcast and the Grove podcast. Great ones, great things. So, uh, yeah, well, that's good Four eight men becoming something happy and healthy porch and Grove. If you need some to start you out. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much all that I have for your mind. So now let's move on to the body. So majority of the body, uh, things for me are going to be more towards like 
you know, society tells us you have to look like this. You have to be this fit. Like, blah, 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 blah. The world tells you one thing, but Jesus tells you another. Like, our body is a temple. He created us in his image. And, you know, he wants us to keep up with our body and look nice and, and treat our body with love because he created us in that way. I mean, a potter wants their pottery to be nice and taken care of, um, just as the Lord wants his creations to be taken care of. And when you damage that, it not only hurts the creation, but more, more, uh, not importantly, but more, more so, I guess, hurts the creator. So I would pray before you work out. I pray over my workout schedule. I pray before I work out. I pray during my workout. I thank him after my workout. Um, runs are a great way to get active and speak to the Lord. Like, just stay in constant communication while you're able to move your body because you have no idea when that could be taken away from you. Um, but also he's given you the ability to use your body in a way that can glorify him. So pray, prayer. It's great. Um, that can look like, ah, thanks. Thanks for letting me be here, God. Like something as simple as that, or a sit down five minute prayer of thank you. Like, you know, I really hope I'm able to do this. Like, give me the strength today. I mean, prayer is prayer and there's no level to prayer. Prayer is just a communication with your father. Um, if you are deep in the mud with idolizing workouts, like I have had experience with, I encourage you to fast, um, which not fast from food necessarily. Now, like, I mean, fast from something, a fast doesn't have to be from food. If that is how you fast, great. I have never been called to fast from food um, because I've struggled with eating disorders in the past and I don't think I'd ever be able to fast from food without making it some sort of like quote unquote diet type of thing um, just because my brain just doesn't work like that. But for me, um, I fasted from working out in the past a couple of times or like running or, you know, doing things here and there. And I always feel so clear because my mind is decluttered from all of this workout schedule nonsense that I've been holding so much value in that I can finally start hearing the voice of the Lord telling me what's actually important and speaking actual truth into my life. So if you need a sign to take a break from working out or take a break from anything for a couple of days, um, this is your sign to do so because you will not regret it and he will speak to you. Spend that time uh, that you would have been working out or doing whatever you need to fast from. Spend that time in the words. Spend that time in prayer. See what he, uh, listen to what he's going to say to you. Um, get in the word because when you get in the word, he's speaking to you. He's literally saying things to you. Um, yeah. I would also, like I said, pray over your split, pray over your workout schedule, pray over your schedule in general. Um, I would say if you really are into athletics, for all my high school kids out there and college kids, FCA is a great program. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I know, at least near me, there's like so many college campuses with FCA programs. I have been with the FCA program since my freshman year. No, since my seventh grade year, but really invested in it in my freshman year. Um, and I've been volunteering at their summer camps um, in my college years. And it's just, it's an amazing group of people and so uplifting. And you don't even have to be an athlete to be there. I mean, I'm a theater kid. I never played a school sport once. And now they're having me lead the group. So it's such a welcoming environment. And I've learned so much from uh, my FCA. But just in, in anything, I would say get involved in any way that you can or start your own kind of FCA kind of group. Start praying with your your teams at school. Start praying 
praying with your rec team. Start praying during Thanksgiving football games with your family. Um, it's never silly to pray. Ever. Ever. Uh, and then I would also incorporate meditation or yoga. Now, make sure that this meditation and yoga isn't self-centered, but it's centered on the Lord. So, it's very easy to find meditation and yoga that is, um, you know, find the peace within yourself, get your energies right, like that kind of thing. More so meditation with those kind of things. But I found when I look up Christian meditation, Christian yoga, um, it the right ones just speak scripture and prayer. And you take time to focus on the breath of life that the Lord is is feeding you. And it's a great way to be still and in his presence. So I encourage you to uh, get into that a little bit. And lastly, on body, I would say research what you eat uh, and not in a way of like just nitpick all of the nutrition facts, but we want to keep up with our bodies um, to live a healthy life that the Lord has prepared us for. And if we're filling our bodies with unhealthy manufactured things that aren't really meant for people to eat, um, that's going to decrease your health and it's going to decrease the ways that you are able to speak to people because um, it could hinder your health in a way. Now, I am not one to say don't eat this and don't eat that and this is a good food and this is bad food. Not at all. All I'm saying is make sure that what you're eating is, is, is beneficial. Whether that's a donut that makes you feel happy because you're eating it with a bunch of your friends and that's community, or whether that's a salad because you haven't had, you know, greens in a couple days and you know vegetables are good for you. It's all about balance. It's all about realizing that food is not life, but food can give you fuel to accomplish the goals that you have in this life but also food is community and um it's it's i mean jesus had a last meal before he died on the cross i mean food is this way of of bonding um but when we we kind of twist that in an unhealthy way of under eating or an unhealthy way of unhealthy eating or an unhealthy way of obsessively overeating um all on a very extreme scale, you know, it can be, that can also be an idol. So, uh, balance is key with food was what I would say about the body. Um, and that also goes for alcohol as well. Um, now I'm not one against alcohol. I say this to anyone who asks me about alcohol. I am like Jesus drank, people drank, like it's culture, it's tradition. It's, it's a way for people to bond again. Like they, they talk about in the Bible, like this was a a celebratory kind of social drink kind of thing. But the Bible says, do not party with drunkards. So basically don't get drunk. And the Bible says, obey the law. And where I'm from in America, we cannot drink until we're 21. So basically the Bible says, don't drink until you're 21 and don't get drunk. Um, And that's all I really have to say about that because that's all the Bible says about that. Um, But I'm also not one to be like, oh, you drink? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I go to college. You know what I mean? Um, And I can't sit here and shake my finger. But if you are feeling convicted right now, maybe that's something to dig into a little bit. Um, And for me, you know, I haven't drank. I don't plan on drinking. um, And I don't say it as as a flex in any way or as like a like a oh look at me in any way but I am saying I think I'm pretty cool and 
I'm, I'm following the Bible and, I, you know, it, it's not really taking away anything from my life not doing that. Um, so if that's something that, you know, God's been tugging at your heart on, I encourage you to look into that. So, finally, the spirit, mind, body, and spirit. So, for the spirit side of things, uh, lots of influences come to mind when I think of your spirit, like who you are as a person. And that's influenced by what the world provides with us because we are living in the world. So, this is hard because there are so many shows, so many songs, just tons of things out there that influence us in ways that tell us this is how society works, this is how society works, and blah, 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 and this person's better, and this person's not, and here's why, and I'm like, y'all, let's just chill. I encourage you to fill your mind with uplifting things that push you forward, whether that's a funny movie because it brings you joy, or whether that's an informative documentary about whatever you're interested in. Um, here are some ways that you can Get some scripture, biblical type influences in pop culture ways. So, shows. I haven't watched these, but I've heard good things about them. This is all that I've heard. So, I don't have personal experience with this. So, if you watch this and it's like, oh, I don't really know if I'm enjoying this, but Abby says, no, 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 no. This is just what I've heard, but from good sources. So, I trust it. The Chosen, I've heard, is really, really good. I've also heard Manifest kind of goes along, like, the biblical vibe, I think. But The Chosen is, like, the story of Jesus. Um, so, and I know that because I've seen, like, little clips from it and stuff. Um, but I don't really know much about shows. I don't really watch, like, a lot of... I don't know. I watch documentaries. I like documentaries. Um, I don't always agree with everything that they say necessarily. Like, I know it's, like, factual, but it's also kind of like, well, you hear facts everywhere and, like, yeah. But I just find stuff in, like that interesting. Um, songs, though. Let me just pull up my Spotify real quick and let me put you guys on some songs. So, I, I don't really have, like, playlists necessarily. I kind of just have, like, I just, like, heart songs that I like. Um, Every Move I Make by Edgar Sandoval Jr. Um, I like that one. Uh, Not Gone Do by Andy Mineo and Joseph Solomon. Ants in My Pants is always a great one. If you know, you know. Ants in My Pants um, by Not Clyde. Thrash Life 12. King Jesus by KB. Anything KB. 10K is my... PR song, y'all. I just love me some 10K. Um, it's a it's a good one. Uh, and these are all like the kind of like upbeat R&B type like rap kind of uh, like stuff you play at the gym kind of thing. Um, Raise the Hallelujah by Anthony Evans. My God, Nashville Life Music. Uh, moving on, Jonathan McReynolds and Mally Music, Won't Be Moved, Gene Moore, KJ Scriven, anything by KJ Scriven, Perfect God is my favorite song by his, Um, Work It Out by Ty Trebet, Blessings on Blessings, Anthony Brown, uh, And You Won't Stop, The Walls Group, uh, God is Love, Peter Cottontail, Fred Hammond, I mean just so many, so many upbeat 
poppy songs out there. Just go look up some of them. I mean, there's just so many. Um, I love Church of the City, Franklin, anything they put out there. I just love it. Um, but yeah, they have lots of songs. I love It's Time to Worship. I love He Lives, uh, Keep My Eyes Up, Good God Almighty, What He's Done. This isn't all Church of the City. This is a bunch of different, uh, artists and things out there. Coming Out Fighting by Ren Collective, So Good to Me, Corey Asbury. I mean, there's just so many things. Uh, Lecrae, anything Lecrae, uh, go out there. Whatever type of music you like with a good beat, when people are like, oh, I like this beat. There's a beat with Christian lyrics out there. There is. All you gotta look up is like R&B Christian or rap Christian or contemporary Christian or I mean I'm sure there's musical theater Christian out there. I don't. I wouldn't prefer to listen to musical theater Christian, but that's just because I saw a movie one time that was musical theater Christian. I it was it was a great message. I'll say that glass half full. It was a great message. Um. Anyways, moving on. I would also encourage you to watch a sermon series. Um, some of my favorite pastors, Jonathan Bacluda, David Platt, Mike, well, my favorite series is the Mike Todd Relationship Goals series. You guys have heard me talk about it. It's all about relationships, whether that's friendships, being single, or romantic relationships. I haven't watched some of his other sermons, and I'm sure they're great, but I've also heard not so great things about them. I don't know use your best judgment. Um, Sadie Robertson, always great. Jackie Hill Perry, Jeannie Allen. Um, and I would also encourage books by them. My favorite books, Outdated by Jonathan Bacluda. It's about dating. Um, Radical by David Platt is, David Platt is just, or is it John Mark Comer? Dang it. No, I think it's David Platt. I think it's David Platt. John Mark Comer has Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and I like it towards the end though it's just he uses really big words <laughs> and so reading like a big book with like lots of big words but like it's not too big to where I don't understand it it's just it takes a lot of brain power but it's a great book it's a great 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 book um counterculture by David Platt all-time favorite will always be my all-time favorite he just it's so beautifully written he just writes it so beautifully um, Find Your People by Jeannie Allen. That was a great one. I read that one in Hawaii and it was really good because I was right out of my first year of college and still kind of just understanding how to invest in community. And I had just been put with a month in a month in a new place with new people. So it was a great timing to read that book. And that's all I have for the categories. Um, I have some like miscellaneous ones here, but I would just say get involved in a service church group, whether that's serving in kids ministry, maybe you like to sing or play an instrument, get on the worship team, whether that's, oh, I just hit the mic, sorry. Whether that's a uh, high school worship team, church worship, like big church worship team, um, you can serve in, I'm a bunch of churches do like meal type of things, after school programs, uh, serve in the high school ministry if you're a college kid, serve in the college ministry if you're an adult. Uh, there's so many ways to get involved. Serve in the nursery on Sundays. Uh, it makes you excited to see people you know when you go to church and it helps you love the church more and not in a selfish way, but like you invest and when you invest in people, you care. Um, I get so excited to go to church obviously to hear the word of the Lord. I, I'm like, yes, I get to like learn about Jesus. Yay. But like, I could see my people. It's awesome. Like the Lord created us to desire community. And when you have community in the house of the Lord, like unstoppable, 
unstoppable, honey. I would also encourage you to write down your prayer requests. I think I already said that, but write down your prayer requests and questions that you have. Uh, just so you don't forget them means a little bit more sticks in your heart a little bit more. And especially for those questions, when you write down questions that you either have for yourself or for the Lord, um, if things are revealed, you can kind of go back and, and, and answer them or see where your head was at when writing those. Um, and put like a date by it, like see how far you've come. And lastly, I would invest in a mentor. I think, I think, here's the thing. I don't think age equals wisdom, but I think there is wisdom in age. I think anyone at any age can speak wisdom, but I think when I am needing advice, I go to someone older than me because they've experienced more life than I have. Like asking my mom things is going to be different than asking a college age friend that's my age because we are experiencing things at the same time, new things, new influences at the same time compared to where my mom has already been through college. She kind of like has that time to see how things play out. Um, the normal like quote unquote phases that people go through, like she's been through them or she's at least been through the ones that I'm going through. Um, so yeah, I would encourage you to find a mentor, invest in someone who is a little bit older than you, who you look up to, who you want to be like, obviously who is faith-based, scripture-based, uh, constantly, constantly pursues the Lord. Um, every day. Uh, you have no idea how much influence you could have on them, but how much they could have on you. And you're never burdening someone for asking them to, for advice or asking them to go on a walk so you can talk to them about things or even just have an older friend um, because you can learn from their actions as well. But you're never a burden to ask someone of that that's older than you because think if that were you and someone asked that of you, you'd be like, oh my gosh, like what? Like, oh, okay. Like, cool. Um, yeah, but with that being said, that's really all I have to say. I know I threw a lot of information at you, but I wanted to get it all out there. Uh, I didn't want to like dilly dally on it too long either because, you know, like writing in a journal is kind of self-explanatory. Listening to Christian music is kind of self-explanatory, but these were just some of my personal preferences, things that have worked for me. I hope you guys can apply some of them. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with a friend. If you want to share it with a friend, follow me on Instagram before I delete it. Who knows if I'll delete it at the That's Life pod. I also have a TikTok, but I deleted that. Probably will delete Be Real, so I'm not going to shout that out. I deleted Snapchat. Anyways, going off the grid and the podcast is going to be, oh, and Spotify, That's Life podcast, Apple Music. I mean, not Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. What am I forgetting? Oh, YouTube. The That's Life podcast. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Booyah. I did it. Thank you guys for watching, listening, not watching because it's not YouTube, but thank you guys for listening. I'm going to bed because I need sleep. Bye. Oh, Jesus loves you. I love you. And that's life. Bye.